we'll see right now. We're either gonna we're either gonna piss people off or have a good discussion right now because I'm gonna carry over what we were just talking about off the air, but in a specific way. A way we weren't talking about just yet. So The Olsen twins? No. <laughs> prior to that. Uh I no. Um so in a discussion with a bunch of us, a bunch of friends of the program, we were all playing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom last night in Discord. We're all hanging out, talking about a lot of things, talking about music, talking about all these things. We get to this this uh, topic that I just want to know. I want a temperature check from the three of you because I was on the I was the odd man out in this conversation. Would you describe the band Paramore, a band that I like? A band that I enjoy, a band that has a new album this year that's fantastic, as massive. As no, massive? Massive? absolutely not. I'd massive say minor, minor. I don't even think they're middle range. Now, they're, go ahead. They're they're a pop punk band that like went away. They like they were, were on big. the they were on the verge of like going away before. Uh, that album that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. Super like, Hot Tape? Uh, Riot? I always, yeah. I always thought Paramore was a hard rock band with a lead front girl. I never knew anything about them. And like, I, I, when I found out it was pop music, I'm like, guys, the resurgence I saw recently, I'm like, oh, this is not what I thought Paramore was. And no, like, just completely no, missed they, they have jams. Like, I like Paramore. Haley Williams is good and talented. No, and I just thought it was like, like I thought it was like heavy metal. album has good, good music on it. But yeah, maybe we talked about it a little bit more and maybe there was a distinction of like just how I viewed the term massive and how they were you using think the term they were massive? massive or someone else thought they were massive. Everyone else agreed that they were massive. And part oh, of that, way. like part of that, like uh, they're, they're an opener for Taylor Swift right now. That's why they're being listen, bigger. Yeah, yeah, listen, exactly. That's why they're blowing up. They're blowing up more now than they was, were back then. Part of this conversation was was uh, furthered by. Uh, oh, they're they're on tour right now, and they are selling out Madison Square Garden, which is not a bad thing. But like, no. I feel I feel like a lot of artists do sell MSG or wherever they're you know you know whatever other big places they're at. In comparison, we then talked about like the massive, or in my opinion, like the superstar, the top level, like the Beyonces, the Jay Zs, the Taylor fucking Swift. Taylor Swifts, selling out. Like Gillette Stadium. Like Taylor Swift is Gillette Stadium next weekend, and she's three nights in a row, and they're they all had still to add a, they like, had to add a yeah. show because people like, got fucked over. Yeah. Like that's like top, top tier. That's and massive. the yeah. argument was that there's that level. Mm-hmm. And Paramore's in the, in the tier below that. And I was just like, I can't. No, no way. I like no. Paramore, but no. Like I said, I don't even think they're mid range. I think I'm more of a music buff than I am a movie buff. And like, I would not even like, even, but you also yeah. don't know Paramore, so well. I mean, and that's what just goes to. Sh- I think that speaks volumes because, like, I fucking have listened. To, like, I don't know about bands. that. There are plenty of like big. I, I know the one mu- song that you hear all the time. What's like their biggest song? You, you know a bunch of their songs. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, you I definitely know, know Misery. You definitely know Misery Business, but I'm trying yeah. to think what their other big songs were. Yeah, um, if you can't think of other big songs, yeah, like you, if like if you can't think of more than three songs, into use the one I know. Into use the one I know. Yeah, so that's three songs. Yeah, I think I think that's a whole different conversation because, like, well, I I view like massive on a scope of like how 
like if their albums have like tons of singles that are fucking massive hits, and I'm not just saying massive because we're saying massive, but if like you have like a bunch of albums that have like pretty big singles that come off of it, they have like just, they have like two big albums with like singles. Yeah, and and then they did nothing forever, right? Like or like they come back now and kind of do like a reunion tour kind of thing, and like you know yeah. they get on TikTok and everything blows up because like hey, I remember Paramore. It's like I don't know. I, I almost it was late. It was late thirty, like it might have been like one o'clock. I was debating like You were up till four, so messi- it doesn't really yeah, matter. No, I was up super late. <laughs> but like I was debating messaging Mike and being like, Mike, can you fucking swing in here real quick? I just want I need your take. I need I need your opinion on this. I've probably been fucking fast asleep. But yeah, that's why yeah, I, I mean it's late. I mean you could have sent the message, but I just wouldn't have responded until the next morning. Uh yeah, I like Paramore and maybe maybe I'm just not hip with it. Cause remember, we're we're all like pretty close to getting out of the target demo like we're out of like the 18 to 34 range oh, how old were those people when they were 24 i think maybe 18 to 24 but then maybe 24 to or 30. maybe it's i guess it's different demos yeah, like radio yeah. uses a different but there's demo like TV. yeah there's a there's a i think 34 35 is like the cutoff for like the target like okay. legit like the so maybe we're just not hip todd's been on for like a decade no, so they've been talking. So, so misery business was 2007. What have they done since then? Is basically my question, and probably nothing. They have an album out this year. Yeah. Yeah, but like, no, okay. But they have. I mean, like, listen, they, they have, have an album out this year, and they're album. on tour right now, and they sold out Madison Square Garden. That's not something yeah. to like sneeze at. I'm not saying that. Like, but they are I'll nothing. say this. I'll right. say this. That someone just said that she they opened up for Taylor Swift. Yes, their first. You're getting all their fans. Ever. It's just like Jenny. Jenny Lewis is like a. I don't know if you're getting all their fans. No, listen, like Jenny it's Lewis. A great, is like it's a, a great thing to open up for on a all their like fans, that. but like Jenny Lewis is like a female singer I fucking love. She opened so, up for fucking. She opened up for Harry Styles, and all of a sudden she fucking blew up and is selling out of these places that she would have never done. She was like a another indie rock kind of girl, and like she fucking. I mean, Paramore's been around for a bit, and like Haley Williams, like has done solo stuff and like been featured in other people's pop songs like as a vocalist and stuff like i, I i'm not i don't think like Haley williams slash paramore are like nobodies like i that's not i don't think so either no I'm not, I'm that's not a fan. i just um, don't even think it's a close conversation to have them in the fucking massive category the, who would you, so who would you put in the massive category or you finished first no. Todd, still into you that was the song that you said you recognize yes that's so that's the last one what was that that was from their album Paramore that came out in 2013. 2013, okay. So they have like, and, and I only know like that albums in. That's the only song I know from. I don't know. I think you probably know "Ain't It Fun" too, and that's also on that album. Um, let me see. I'll tell you right now if I know it. Um, yeah, uh, I, mean, I, don't want, I don't want to have a whole podcast on this. I just, yeah, I just, you know, so so then because this is kind of where I walked away from the conversation at some point and just wanted to move on with my evening and play Zelda. But uh, if, if like the superstar level is the top, obviously you get the people selling out the stadiums and let's just for sake of the conversation, let's say massive is the tier below that. If Paramore is not in that tier, who is in that tier? So we can like define the tier here below the superstars. Yes. That's a tough question because I feel like music's so probably, weird. Sorry, hold on. Probably a lot of the uh, probably a lot of below like the, the superstars, right? Is what you're asking so, for. So we're saying like yes. Beyonce. I would say yeah, Taylor, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Bad Bunny. 
I just I wouldn't even put Bad Bunny up there. I don't think. Yeah, I I think Bad Bunny is the I is I believe the biggest artist in the world currently. Oh, I'm sure he's yeah, huge right now, but I think he's not going to have any longevity. Like this might be his little like window of. That's besides the okay, point. The right. point so, is like massive so guess, now. So I guess. Oh, I'm massive like, now. Is, okay, I thought you meant massive in general. Are you putting okay, Ed Sheeran in there? Yeah, I would put I would put Ed Sheeran up the top. He's he he just is. I mean, it's, I would probably I would, put Adele up there too. Adele makes sense. Yeah, I agree with Adele. I, I guess like, she, she's I, doing yeah, a it's, Vegas it's weird. residency. Yeah, but so many people oh. are doing Vegas residencies now. Like, well, like, like it's like, like Vegas residency is like a is it like you it's, get it's, you get you got people like Usher doing it, but then you have like people that are still relevant. Yeah, you, get music. you get Carrot Top out there doing Vegas. Like it's a, it is a, it's a lot of work, but it's a it's a paycheck. You know what I mean? Well, it's I think the problem. I think I think the reason these you're seeing a lot more Vegas residencies now is because streaming. Like, people don't sell albums anymore. So their money comes from fucking concerts only. Like, they don't get, like, what they used to yeah. get for selling albums. It's like... I I, I well, they're, also getting, they're also getting a huge paycheck. And, like, yes. Yeah, and on top of the sales. Tour, yeah. 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 Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I want to move off this topic so, and go on to the still, regular show. But Sorry. I was no, going to say, it's pretty, it's pretty similar to what Billy Joel did. Where he yeah. just like has that yeah. New York show yep. that he does every year or yeah. whatever. Dude, Lady Gaga did a Vegas show. Like, yeah. It's like, like it's, 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 Britney Spears. Yep. I mean, I guess she's a different story, but I, I think that's I think that's the other distinction too is like then you have like the legacy that are still up the top. Like if like Jay Z's not really touring, but if Jay Z did a tour, he would be selling out stadiums. He wouldn't just be playing like. So that's what I was gonna say is that there's probably separate categories for like that top tier where there's like 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 Eminem's not stones. touring, but if Eminem like the, did like a tour, the, it would probably like the Rolling go Stones. Well. The Rolling Stones go on tour, they're going to sell out their tour. Yes. They're, they're not. Aerosmith's going on their farewell tour current, right now. Yeah. yeah. Or not even. Band. I wouldn't put them up there as like superstars, but like. So I think. If they I did think a tour, like, they would sell out. The yeah. Tour. I think. I think Legacy would just be a separate. Like they're. They're yeah. just long term yeah. established. Definitely. And still like, doing you, well if they decide to tour. What would you yeah. think about MCR? Because didn't their tour like fucking. Yeah, I wouldn't put them that. That's, that's the same. Yeah. That's the same thing as Paramore, where they like yes, were gone for so long. Yes, and yes, yes, hundred percent. Okay, yep. but I, I'd also they'd either end up in the same tier as me, or maybe MCR would MCR would like be a bump higher. You know what I mean? I I'm trying to think what would be that stage below that, and I'm thinking I I don't know. I want to say something like Imagine Dragons, but like. I, is Imagine Dragons selling out stadiums? They might. Oh be. yes, no. no Imagine Dragons they like massive. They're massive, right? No, they're still massive, right? Are now. they Imagine still Dragons. that big? They're still that big. Yes, they've like because if you think about it, like they've had songs connected to shows over and over again on like they're they're huge with like younger kids, but like they're also like they have their older audience. They're like they're one of those, and I'm not a fucking massive whatever the fuck their name is Imagine Dragons fan, but um, I only like their arcane song. That one too. <laughs> uh, like I don't know, it's the same thing. Like I, I'd probably put Drake up in that top tier category. You got to put him in but, massive, and I don't even like him. But like, yeah, yeah, he might, he might dip a little bit lower. He's probably come a yeah, little bit yeah. out of popularity yes. from where he yeah, was. Yeah, he's not he's on the way down anymore. You know what I mean? But he's I feel like he, his, peak. I feel like Drake's peak was way higher than Paramore's peak ever was. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, Drake. Drake crossed over into being a pop star. Like that's yeah. a whole yeah, yeah. Yep. different situation. Like that's like that's that's just the reality of it. I don't know. It's it's hard. I feel like I feel like the concert venue thing makes it a very small box of like 
you have the people that can sell at stadiums and the people that can sell out like just regular venues. Obviously, then there's small venues. But like, yes, Gillette Stadium is bigger than the TD Garden. So like, if that's the two, like, you know, how we're measuring these things, then I don't know. The massive category is going to be gigant- gigantic. Yeah. Um, and the top tier is going to be, you know, a lot smaller. But anyways. Uh, uh, that second tier might have country music stars, but that might be what you're. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what's yeah. yeah. going yeah. yeah. Like I don't know who's popping in country. There's that. that yeah, that, that I feel like country's kind of dropped off. So, so it, I, know, I know Brendan doesn't want to stick on this, but like there were like two massive phases over the last like ten years. There was an EDM phase where like that's all people gave a shit about for like five years, and like you yeah. know we had other pop pop stars. And then there was like this huge country phase that like if everyone was going to country shows and fucking like you know like it was yeah. just like I mean, non-stop I country going that. It's just that's not the yeah yeah, and it's not no, see. but it's not it's not as popular it's, as it was. It's not before. as popular. Yeah, I think yeah, Todd. I think what you're saying is like pop music was changing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, you, were having, you were having yeah. you were having crossovers in in pop. Yeah, uh, it's not necessarily that it was like. Everyone's now listening to country music. It was just yeah. there was pop. There was country. There was country music that was popular. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I want to move off this. Would Billie <laughs> Eilish be like the tier below that? I feel like tier below. I don't think. She, right? I think she's a, she's a tier below massive. I think. I think she's pretty massive, mm. but I don't think I think she's, she's pretty big. Whoa, I think, yeah. Okay. Like, hold on. So I want now. I want to like triple clarify. Yeah. Like, sorry. We're, I mean, we're like the superstar level, and then massive just, is below that. Are we just yeah. doing this? No, we're not doing this. We, we, I like we, it. We, I like it. To, this is a terrible episode of the podcast. I think the, the other problem the other problem becomes that we're using tour sales as yeah. evidence that bands are massive. I think we need to use record sales as yeah. well. That's well, I don't think more well, archaic no, no, way of doing I don't, it at this I, point. Yeah, I don't think but, I don't think record not sales everybody's, But not like, everybody's everyone's going to tours. But, no, but, I, and I and I know that, but also like if but you look at it's not even record stores anymore. Like it's all digital. Like record sales is like a very like Basically, yeah, I do Apple only, Music. The you only, still have albums go platinum and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, those are pretty much digital sales. Those are pretty yeah. much like the only ones that are really tracking and talking about that stuff are the huge, huge stars. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, well, yeah. So that's, that's just like that's exactly that, the clarification we were looking but, for. Yeah, but that but adds like, clarification to like the superstar status. I think. So like, like how how is the top tier that you were looking for? How would I think the, the these... top tier is pretty clear. I think that's like yeah, an easy thing to look at. It's like the tiers below that that get a little dicey. So if they're using their record sales, but we don't think they're in that top tier, then they'd be in that second tier. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think I record don't sales come into play because Stern has all these people on all the time. And these people are like, it's not about record sales anymore. We don't fucking care about record sales. Yeah, I mean, we, I don't we, know. We, you can look at streaming numbers they're... too, but like, even if you look at streaming numbers, I looked at it last night when this conversation was happening, and I'm like... Okay, the top fifty artists for the year so far, like, like Rihanna, you know, like at least twenty like, yeah. of these artists aren't even putting new music out this year. They're just yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like extremely popular musicians that you know are just extremely popular musicians. So it's like I I, I don't know that I feel like you we have we have to like really sit down and come up with the metrics for the conversation, and then we can build a case. Either way, I just wanted your brief take on Paramore, and here we are. Uh, anyways. Welcome, everyone, to the Task Controller Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Paramore too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brendan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you this evening? 
We didn't even talk about Paramore that much, to be honest. No, we didn't really. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, also joining us of tonight, of course, is the Todd of the Kingdom. I don't know. Tears of the King Dad. I don't know. Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? I will say that I'm pretty sure we all agreed, though, on Paramore. We all, we all, I, it was a pretty unanimous thing. Like we all. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think we were all leaning towards bumping that that lower yeah. than massive. Uh, and then rounding. Oh, uh, uh. I don't get the massive part. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, we're just normal men. We're just innocent men. Uh, uh, we should just go on the street. I'm gonna get a microphone and just walk on. Like, <laughs> hey, how do you feel about Paramore? I'll be like, like the new uh, uh, Billy Eichner. That's, that's yeah. a good way to, like to, to ju- that could be another like we have to it's like a it's like a multi-pronged evaluation like there's ticket sales there's record sales there's streaming numbers there's youtube video plays and then there's mike on the street gauging public random po- we asked 50 people mike is just polling people on the street to see if people even know who paramore is you're going to get people that be like, we don't listen to the radio anymore, so we don't listen to new music. That's basically what you're going to get if you did that. <laughs> like, uh, that's fine. That's still an answer. Yeah, Anyways, no, it's a good answer. Rounding us out tonight, of course, is the Disney daddy, Dominic 40. Dom, how are you doing tonight? I'm here. Hell yeah. I decided to take a sip because I thought you were going to... I thought you were going to do... Why? I thought you were going to do what the other two did, which was continue to riff on Paramore. Well, that's the end. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, a couple of quick housekeeping things. So, but we'll I do want to bring up. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I got him. We'll roll right into it. Uh, this episode, of course, sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore of Massachusetts on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, you want yourself something hot, something sweet, something tasty, something fresh out of the oven, you can head on out to Washington, Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. But, oh no, big news. They're now open from 11 to 11, I believe, on Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays as well, or just Fridays, Saturdays? Just Fridays, Saturdays. Because we have so, to account for your, I imagine you're going to mention chubbies. the good yeah. chubbies, yeah. So you can get your cookie fix earlier in the day. You don't have to wait until that nighttime roll around to get those delicious, hot, fresh, delivered, or out-of-the-oven cookies to your face hole, to your doorstep, wherever it may be. Uh, and of course, as Mike alluded to, if you want something delicious on Sunday morning, you want a little chubby in your life, Check them out on social media at Good Morning Chubby, and you will not be disappointed, let me tell you. Uh, anyways, a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, keeping up with the cocktails for new game releases, I put out a video for Calamity's Respite, which is our Tears of the Kingdom cocktail. You can find it on our YouTube channel, on Twitter, and on our website at PassTheControl.io. So check that out and enjoy it. And uh, enjoy it that while you're playing Tears of the Kingdom this weekend. Um, a few other things. Uh, my full written review of Redfall is up on the website, which you can take a look at. I'll talk a little bit about Redfall tonight as well. But before we do that, uh, the PTC Movie Club pick, we are a, a little bit late revealing this. We apologize. Last week, we had some uh, conflicts, so we did not record an episode for you. Uh, so instead, you're getting a new one today, which means the PTC Movie Club pick for May is being revealed now, which is my pick. And we're going with Manchester by the Sea. Mike, you've not seen this, correct? No. All right. None of us have seen it. So, Todd might have seen it, but Todd's, Todd's seen it. Uh, yeah, but I'm excited to make Amanda watch this. So, like, I, this is going to be a, a whole new experience, and I'm very excited. Here we go. <laughs> so, Here we go. There we and go. I'm excited for your for all of your responses because it's very rare. It's like there will be blood. I can name like maybe three other movies where I walk on. I'm like, holy acting! I mean, that fucking movie is just holy like acting. on another level. 
yeah, it's like a fucking it's like on another level. The actual. Okay, all right, all right. I'm excited. Um, yeah. You're gonna have have Amanda either take notes or have Amanda like give you her like little oh, thoughts. Trust me. And then... I'm gonna I, I'm gonna make sure Amanda's involved in what I have to say. Talk to the old man who walks out of a theater and then says to a stranger, "Holy acting, am I right, fellas?" <laughs> I can't even, believe Victor was his dad. Anyways, so as we do with the movie picks, it is my pick. I still don't know what this movie is actually about. So my guess as to what the plot of this is, I don't know. It's the North Shore of Massachusetts. So I'm going to say on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, uh, I'm going to say it has probably something to do with drug addiction. And I think that's a key part of the plot is that there's either someone dealing with drug addiction or either one of the main do, actors. Do any of you guys know Casey Affleck and J- Michelle, Williams. Michelle Williams? Michelle Williams. Yeah. Uh, one uh, of them guys... has, has drug addiction problems or like someone in their family does, and that's like what the movie's about. That, that's just my guess. I have no okay. fucking idea. Do any of you guys... And they, and they probably have some scenes on boats. I feel like... I think, I feel like I think I Conan O'Brien's s- sister is in the movie somewhere. I know that much. Okay, all right. I just saw Matthew Broderick listed. Why do I not remember Matthew Broderick in the movie? I don't know. Um, it is streaming on Amazon Prime. That was what I okay. was looking for. Yeah. Um, I feel like I knew a very loose plot structure at some point, but I don't remember what it is anymore. I do remember that it's like very heavy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I I know. Yeah. I know it's supposed to be pretty 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 heavy rated r it's about two yeah two, a little, and two it, hours. it gives me like a, a feeling in the pit of my stomach thinking about that movie and like when tom's like it's very heavy i'm like oh i'm like i guess i'll watch it again but it's not a, it's a movie i'll probably never watch again i'll be honest yeah that's how heavy I mean, this movie is I, but part of i for, i don't know why i've always wanted to see it it, it it's might just local be, yeah because it's filmed up here but also like you love uh, casey jen, jen, jen loves dawson's creek and michelle williams so it's like uh, yo if you told me Michelle Williams would turn out the way she did now from Dawson's Creek, I, I was like Katie Holmes all day, you know. But like Michelle Williams, she probably like has the best director. acting career out of everyone oh, from that show. Easily, she's like hands down, like like she's she should have won an Oscar by now. She's been nominated like four or five times too. I mean, so, this, uh, yeah. the category was stacked the 2016 Oscars for or the 2017 Oscars for best supporting actress actress for that film. Um, but yeah, I feel like she's been in other films that have been. Oh, but tons of like award, award like winners or, or award indie movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, she'll she'll get one. She'll get one. She, I think she was nominated for an Oscar last year too. She was. I don't know for, what she was uh, in. What's it called? It's Spielberg's movie about. Himself. Oh yeah, the Fablemans. Fablemans? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's she's locking down. Did Katie Holmes ever have like big deal acting roles after? She was the one who took off, and then like honestly, the whole Tom Cruise thing destroyed her career. Like no joke. Like she was in like a lot of stuff. She, she was, like, she was, uh, right. she was Rachel Dawes. Come on, guys. So, like, she was, she was in a lot of like, like the faculty, like teen movie, like teen horror movies, like when the she first. Faculty came. is what you picked. Yes, like uh, as far as that movie goes, but like I mean, no, but she was like a huge deal. She was in like a ton of movies, and that Tom Cruise thing destroyed her career. Hundred percent, it's Scientology. Love love destroyed her career. <laughs> right, that's the fucking craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, anyway, so watch that movie. We'll talk about it at the end of the month. Uh, yeah, we'll go. We'll, we'll I remember go. I wanted you to pick that movie like a year ago when you were debating picking. I'm like, it was it. on it my list at some point of like movies that I was going to pick. So I, yeah. I was like, you know what? 
there's a few that have been on that list for a bit, and I'm, I'm going to slowly start picking them. I think. I think we'll see. I don't want to. I don't want to lock myself into any rubrics, but we're going to finally pick one off my list. So there we go. Manchester by the Sea. We'll talk about it at the end of the month. All right. Before we get into the sort of main topic tonight, which will be Redfall and Xbox, we'll quickly go through. We'll, we'll do a full dedicated episode on Star Wars in general, uh, but obviously with a big focus on Jedi Survivor. Todd and I are about halfway through, but Dom has finished it. Um, Dom, what are you? What, where where are you at on the other side of uh, Jedi Survivor now? Um, I had none of the. I had one um, quick um, performance issue, and it was literally like blink and you miss it. So I didn't experience any of the performance issues that anyone was having. Um, I've only had one. It, it kicked me out. Like I got kicked. Like I had to restart my Xbox, but that's like one out of like 50, 15 hours probably so far. Mine wasn't even that bad. Yeah. I haven't yeah. had really any performance issues on Xbox. Neither have yeah. I. I haven't played oh, it. Oh, Mike, did you beat B- B- Bogdo Boglin? I did not beat Oingo Boingo. Um, What's yeah, the character? What is, what is the enemy's name that Mike stuck on? Bogdo Bogdo. Bogdo Bogdo. I'll get uh, that, Mike. I believe. I believe you. Spoiler free. The story relies on something that I didn't expect it to. Mm. Um, I didn't hate it. I just think i prefer the story from the first game oh wow really okay um because i really enjoyed the story cast is really good um obviously i love uh cameron as cal yeah he's uh, awesome he's so yeah, good Cal's, Cal's he's, like, he's way more likable this game too it's but like, I, I like the yeah. main cast like they i, I think him out a lot. i think like yeah. grease is great i think marin's great like i think i think they're like i think it's i, I think the game is very well acted yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. Um, what was it just? Oh, they wrote a book to go into this game, and it has been completely ignored and retconned at points. So, oh, really? not not even. I don't understand why they do this supporting material if they're literally just not even going to use the information that they've given you. <laughs> yeah, like, how would you even know that they're support? I've never heard of anything. Of well, that's the thing. It is the one the one thing from the book that is like in the game and they don't really make like mention to oh, it is that Grease yeah. is missing an arm. Grease has his arm cut off in the book and they like don't re- mention why he has a, a mechanical arm in the game. But I wonder if there's like a side quest or like, like a j- journal entry or something that you can, or like just dialogue in the cantina that yeah, might possibly. address it. But uh, yeah, when, when you had said before the game came out that there was a book that was going to be like the bridge between the two, I feel like that's always such a hard thing to like put canon stuff into because wh- where is that Venn diagram of like people who are going to play both of these games and read that book? Like, well, it's just a chance to wise. flesh out. They, they've had already told us that it was going to take place five years after the first book. Yeah. So it was a chance to like flesh out like, all right, it's, mm. it's five years in between. Like, let me give you a little bit of like where these characters are at. Yeah. Um, I mean, Spider-Man's doing it the the same thing. They're doing a that couple of com- comic, a couple book, of yeah. comics. Yeah, I think they're doing another one. Um, oh, okay, interesting. Um, there are uh some cool 
there's some cool stuff that I read about that I had not even experienced yet. That's how much like side stuff there is to do. I'm trying, oh, really? to, do really? I'm trying to do this as spoiler free as I can and yeah. to not use words. Um, so I'm yeah, falling there's... into that though. I'm go- I'm doing side stuff, and I feel like I'd be way further in this game if I wasn't doing the side stuff. But I'm actually really enjoying doing the side side stuff. So it's yeah. like there's a yeah, lot of good, cool. there is a lot of good like side felt, stuff I, to do. I felt like I had to rush through this game for for a breath of, for Tears of the Kingdom. That's yeah. basically like that was my mentality. I'm sure Brendan feels the same way. But like, well, that's like like, like I wanted I, to rush, I wanted to rush through as much of the story as I could. I mean, I didn't even rush. I like got a bunch of side stuff done. I think yeah. I have. Yeah. I think I'm like fifty percent through with trophies. Jeez, um, yeah, like I, I obviously repicked back up Fallen Order to try to get it done quickly before Survivor came out, and I did that. And you know, you're rushing through a game like that, you know, you're you're gonna, it's gonna definitely affect how you feel about the game overall. Um, uh, so I still like Fallen Order. I think Fallen Order is great. I like the story. I like the you know, I like the gameplay. But just even only being halfway through Survivor, it's like I feel like it's story pending since uh. I am enjoying the story now, but Dom Dom had some uh, wavering thoughts yeah, on it. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it just. I don't know. I, I'll let you guys make your judgments as you finish the story. Yeah. But like gameplay wise, or everything else, story aside, like I think it's and not that Fallen Order is bad. I just think it's an improvement across the board. Like you just you start that game off in a really cool way, and you the game picks up, and you're like not necessarily like fully powered up the way you were at the end of fallen order, but like you, the game, the game carries your character four way in it. A lot of games don't. Yeah. A lot of triple A games don't like, you don't expect to like where you were. Yeah. It's kind of funny because I think, I think to an extent, not the same, but to an extent, I feel like tears of the kingdom kind of does something similar, but not really. Um, but I won't get into that. Uh, and it's not really the same. But it, it, it sort of, but it's different. And I can't, without explaining why I'm saying that, it, it doesn't make any sense. So I forget I said that, I guess. Uh, but yeah. Uh, we'll, I'll we'll also say that, we'll, yeah. We'll talk more about it. I was just going to bring up, just because we're talking about like gameplay, uh, the stance, the introduction of the different stances. That was really good. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it also allows for a lot more um, like play customization. Yeah. yeah. Like everything well, I was, that I was add- reading online was like people like, oh, I never use that stance. And I was like, that's the one that I used the entire game. So. That's what I was going to ask you. I was curious what stance you guys are using. Because, like, I feel like I don't know if I'm using the stance that you guys are using. I'm, I'm using like, blaster and lightsaber, bro. I'm just going. <laughs> I want to use that stance, but I can't. I haven't gone into cool. that stance enough. Again, I, I have not played you, this game. I don't no, I know. know what we're talking I know. about. I, you I do, am primarily you know. using cross guard and double saber. Those are my two. Wait, double saber is a... No, that's double blade. Double saber is two oh. sabers. I'm using okay, two so saber cross- or cross guard. So I'm cross saber people... and, and uh, Darth Maul's. And, okay. Yeah. yeah. I used I used blaster and yeah. single blade. Single blade. Oh. See, I haven't even touched yeah. single blade. And I, I like single blade. I'm a single blade guy. And like, yeah. I, I can't... Like I'm a using... single blade guy. <laughs> I feel like it, it gave me the... like. Ability to parry and the ability I'm sure. to move around yep. really yep. well. Yeah. The ball played so it's good just, just it, for that throw. The throw that I, I, it goes in a circle. It's 
I agree with you. I think it's one of the best gameplay improvements in this game is the varied stances. It just it it gives the player a lot of opportunity to like play how it's like most comfortable or fun for them to play. Uh, And I think it just it just brings a lot of variation into the combat, which I really appreciated because that was probably one of my biggest gripes with Fallen Order was I felt like the combat got very not stale. It just like it kind of plateaued and then you don't, I mean, mild spoiler sort of for Fallen Order, you don't get that third stance until basically the end of the game. And I was like, why would you give this to me at the end of the game? This is like one of the best things in the game. Double they Yeah, they do what they do in uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Like, same thing. Like, you get like equally different stances that you can like approach the game with and kind of, you know, like it's... It makes yeah. the game. It makes it that much funner because I'm like, oh, I'll go back and play with these stances. Yeah, oh, I mean, it was like earlier this year, I played and reviewed like a Dragon Ishin, and the same thing. There was multiple stances, like four stances, I think, and like I, I primarily used like one or two of them, and the other two I never touched. Um, but I like games that give you that like combat, like flexibility. I, th- I think it just makes it better for everyone. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll do a dedicated episode on that as well as kind of the state of Star Wars. Uh, I think it'll be a good episode, so we'll, we'll do that probably uh, in the coming weeks. It'll be a good time. Uh, and then before we get into that that final topic, um, kind of early impressions, obviously like completely spoiler-free for uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, where are you at? Where, where, how are you, where, where are you at with this game now, Todd? I mean, I... I... I think I texted Brendan yesterday, and I was like, uh, 2023, game of the year. I'm like, unless anything, or when we were talking or something. Yeah, like, it was this morning, actually, on the phone. Yeah, I mean, you get within the first hour of, like, the way it starts. I was just, literally, I'm not, like, as big of a Zelda guy as Brendan. I played 90% of the Zelda games. Um, I just, I'm not, like, I, it's a childhood staple for me. So, like, obviously, I, I try to act like I'm not going to play it when it comes out. And I'm like, and then I end up playing it every time, minus a couple. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this game is fucking awesome. It's just, uh, it's, it's bringing me back to, it's bringing me back to a moment that I don't get that often in games. And, like, I'll use a couple of gaming examples. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> um, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2. It's, like, that style of game for me. You know, like, um, I'm, I'm leaving out so many other games. But, like, oh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring, because Elden Ring blew me fucking away for a straight month and a half that, like, I couldn't fucking touch anything else. And it's, like, the same fucking thing. It's, like, it's it's one of those once-every-five-year games you get, you know? Like, and you don't get these games that often. You get plenty of good games, but you don't get games like these. And yeah, th- this is... My only gripe is I would love it on new hardware, but... Yeah. Completely fine. But, like, but, like yes, I think, I, I, I think pretty much anybody would agree with that statement. I mean, at this point, the Switch came out in 2017. So it's like, I mean, we're, we're coming on almost six years. I'm using uh, my 2017 Switch, so which is like, which is wild to me. But it's also, working. I'm having no issues on like yeah. the handle. It's great. Yeah. Uh, does your system? Does the fan get super loud when you're playing? No, I never even heard a peep out of my like, Switch. The the new hardware thing aside, what I will say is like kind of bonkers, impressive, and I don't even understand. Like the the people that work on the Zelda game are are magicians. How they can get what this game is to run the way it does on an already like compared to you know playstation 5 and xbox series consoles like vastly underpowered compared to those but even when it was 
up against PS4 and Xbox One, it was still, I believe, like less horsepower, less whatever. So the fact that they can pull off what they're pulling off is kind of mind-blowing, especially when you play this game and see the actual scope of what's happening in the game, um, both from just how much is in this game to also how much is in the world real-time, where it's like, you look at something like Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which a game I loved, that game ran horribly. It had some of the worst draw distance on the Switch, like things that were, you know, not far from you in the game were popping up. And this is like, you can see out over the sky and there's stuff below you that's there and there's stuff out in the distance that's there and it's all there. And it's just active and moving. And I'm just like, I, I don't know how they can pull this off. It's so technically impressive. Um, and I've had really, I don't think I've had any frame dips for the most part. And I've had some situations where a lot of crazy stuff's going on on the screen. Um, it, it technically very impressive that, that this far into the switch, I mean, that that's also a benefit to them at this far into the switch it, they've been developing on this hardware for, you know, probably close to close to eight years. Cause they were probably, you know, developing on it before, while the system was being made. So, uh, they, they definitely know how to get the most out of this system um which is very apparent it's kind of the same thing where it's like you look at something like ghost of tsushima or final fantasy 7 remake or last of us part 2 those came out the last you know few months of the ps4 so they were taking full advantage of developing on that hardware for so so many years uh where at the end of that console life cycle you're getting that you know real real what what can this hardware do let's push it to the limit um and that's what they're doing with tears of the kingdom for sure um, you know what's you know what's random is uh, I've been a little off topic, but we, me, Liam, and Logan have been three player co oping uh, Super Mario 3D World, and that game's fucking gorgeous, man. Like that it's game's like, incredible. It's, yeah, ex like especially on TV. Like I'm, I usually like you know I do both. I'm mostly handheld, but when I play on TV, sometimes the game just doesn't look as good. Man, man, every time we play that game, I'm like, oh, man, it's good. Well, the thing, and I don't know if this is a co cognizant choice or or not. I mean, in the case of Mario, it's just that's the way those games look. But something like Zelda, that art style has changed throughout the years. Um, you know, they do stuff that looks more realistic. They do stuff that looks more cartoony. They do stuff in the middle, like it is now. Breath of the Wild is in Chains of the Kingdom. They're kind of like that middle of, it's not hyper-realism, but it's not cel-shaded. It's like this middle ground. Um, but that like stylistic approach benefits them on something like the Switch that, you know, it, they can... It, it like this like there are muddy textures in Tears of the Kingdom. Like there, there it's not like this 4K glorious best thing you ever looked at. But because I think they're being very uh purposeful with their choices, both gameplay wise and art style wise, it just works. You know what I mean? It it, it just works. At no point did I ever think any looks. I mean, I've probably played like ten hours in like three days. But like at no point have I ever. That's yeah, old. it doesn't look it's, bad. It's gorgeous. Nothing, it's gorgeous. Yeah, nothing looks bad to me. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say the same way I describe Breath of the Wild, because they're the same art style for the for you know for the most part, if not exactly. It, it's like playing a painting. Like it's like you are you are like in to me. It's like you're playing in a watercolor painting. It's so fucking gorgeous. Um, but yeah, I, I spoiler free. Obviously, like I I have probably <sighs> game came out yesterday. I stayed up until three thirty in the morning playing. Yeah, which I couldn't, felt like couldn't, two days ago. <laughs> couldn't tell you the last time I like 
felt that compelled to, hey, Jen, we're going to celebrate your birthday last weekend because I'm playing Zelda when it comes out. Like, that's that's where Dude, I woke up at 6 a.m. to play the fucking game. Like, I don't do that for fucking anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I, I can barely I, get out of bed at that time. It's like I played it almost entirely today, and I am just, like, the game, the game, you know, has new mechanics. Some of them are similar to stuff from Breath of the Wild. Some of it's, you know, a lot different. You know, clearly, if you've seen the trailers and the directs and stuff, you know, there's a building aspect to this game. I think that all of these systems function really smartly and very well, and they are just like a sandbox for creativity. And once you, at first, it might seem like a lot, especially because like Todd and I had talked about, you know, both of us, we're not like big playing games where you're like building stuff uh, necessarily. And I think for a lot of people, that can be an intimidating mechanic, especially when it seems like the game sort of revolves around that. Um, but I think once you get through that tutorial section of learning these systems, it, it just, it just works. Like it just makes sense. It's just very intuitive. It's very simple. There are things that exist in the game, even early on that like assist you. If you, you know, if, if it's really not going to be your, your jam, as far as like building and stuff, there are things to, to get around that. And also like, you can definitely like, there are certain things that require you to like use the mechanic but not necessarily like build contraption. You you don't need to be an it's engineer. Self -explanatory. Yeah, no, yeah, like, like you, you can, you can out. figure out ways to just use the mechanic to do thing instead of like I'm gonna build a mech that has, shoots fire and rolls around. Um, I'll say this about uh, Tears of the Kingdom and Jedi Survivor. I'm not a puzzle guy. Like I don't like fucking puzzles. I will say with both of these games. I feel like they were both implemented very well where like I'm struggling a little bit, but I'm solving everything. And I'm not yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Fuck this game. Like, and I got to go play something else. Like I, I, these two games have actually been warming me up the puzzle a little bit. And I'm like, yeah. I, I just want to go shooty, shooty, bang, bang, lightsaber, cut off some arms and shit. You know, that's all I care about. But like, yeah, I'm enjoying both, both sides of those, but fucking it's just gonna fucking steal the show for the next like forever. Yeah, it's it's gonna be hard to peel me away from from tears for a bit. Uh, it's it's just it's it's really really got its teeth into me. It's it's very good. It's it is somehow doing something that I was like, listen, I love Zelda. It was very unlikely that this game was going to be for me at least personally a bad game. But there was this whole, you know, okay, Breath of the Wild was something special. You know, this is obviously, you know, not something normally that Nintendo does. It's a mainline Zelda on the same console as another mainline Zelda. It is a direct sequel, which they, I think, have only done two other times. Uh, and it's, you know, the sequel to not only what some people would argue was the best Zelda game, but I think many people would argue Breath of the Wild is the best game ever made. Uh, so to like be a sequel to that is kind of an impossible task. And I think early on, I mean, I don't, I don't want to know how many hours I've already put into the game. If I've played probably close to 20 hours at this point, which doesn't even seem feasible, but somehow that's what I've done. 
And I feel uh, like I haven't even scratched the surface yet. That's the I, I have barely progressed main objectives you are, because I am you, so in the deep end of... And I'm still looking to get where you are, and I'm, like, not even near where you are. Yeah. And, you know, and it's just, like... And I haven't even progressed stories. I'm just, like, I want to go where Brendan is right now. And and I want to do other stuff in this room randomly. And that's yeah, what I'm do. it's... It, the, the way that the, this game rewards you for experimentation and rewards you for for like adventuring and exploring it it's just constant i don't feel i don't feel like i wasted my time when i'm like what's over there let me go find out like i never feel like i'm wasting my time i'm always on an adventure it somehow has this magical mixture of always feeling like i am doing something grand even if it's just like let me go fuck up this Bacoblin camp over here and, you know, shoot some bomb arrows and whatever, like blow things up. Um, Yo, that's, that's something that's so good too. Just like pulling up an arrow, you can like swap your whole inventory so quickly and like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to throw like, a bomb on this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do fire. I'm going to do this. It's I, like so easy. And like, I'm another, you know me, I can't fucking read maps. If I can do this shit easy, then they're doing something right. I feel like, because like, yeah. I have no issues with that stuff. It's great. And it, it's, it makes me like it way more than. Yeah. It once, once you get a hang of it, it flows very nicely and it just feels really good. And I will, I, I will say, and I've told you, it took me a while, like Dom, like, like the building stuff, like it, like I was pressing all the wrong buttons. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I was getting very frustrated and now I'm at a sweet spot where I'm like, Oh, everything's good. But that was like the hardest thing to get through. And that wasn't a problem with me. It's like just my own stupidity, but yeah. Yeah. Um, this this is gonna be a hot take, but whatever. You said Breath of the Wild, what, Wild is arguably one of the best games of all time. I just don't see it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, that, I think I, 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 think I get is, someone not. It is considered for many people like the best game ever made. Like um, Breath of the Wild, I just don't see it. Yeah, I get it. I I don't think it's in the top ten for me. To be honest with you, but then again, you don't like think I'm it's in the top ten. What? Because honestly, I'd probably put if Tears of the Kingdom stays what it is right now, that's going to probably be the game. Okay, well, remove Tears of the Kingdom out of the equation since you've played five hours of it. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, that's your opinion. That's fine. I that's wild to me, but sure. Because, like I said to you, like, and without spoilers, Tears does a lot of stuff that I had minor complaints about in the first game, and like makes it way more my style, which I like. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have a lot of stupid games in my top, you know, like, yeah, that's fine. It's your personal taste. You, you, yeah. You're not going to like the same. We're not going to all like the same things. That's fine. Um, I feel I, like, we, do you think breath of the wild is a bad game though? Dom? No, it's grown on me more. I just have problems with it. Like, yeah, it, it was, it's been hyped up to me for the, however, the last five years, six years, however long it's I, been. I yeah. feel like Dom needs and to go I more just, into that game with like less, like I need to beat it more. Like I just need to experience it and not well, worry about it's not even stuff it. like that though. Like I just no. like the controls and stuff. Like I have problems with like, I get that. Things. Like, yeah. I, I think like the, button I, don't know, layout I, don't, is, I don't know. The button layout is like bizarre to me. It's not good in this one either, but like you can move it, maneuver it a little bit to make it like a lot. Quicker. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, I actually like, you can't, like you can't do a running jump. No, no, like in this, you really, really have to run, hold the run top is, button run and is then on let go and jump is on the top. So, like, you have to like, like, to try to do a running jump. It's just like you, don't, you don't can know. change it's, that button mapping, though. Can you? 
I don't. Think I mean, I, you can I, you can in Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know if you can. Right, I'll have to in, double check. I I looked quickly and couldn't find a thing to do that. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is annoying. Like I literally like it's X right for Tears of the Kingdom. It's X is run mm. and B is is jump. So it's it's it is kind of wonky. I think there might be a way to actually they swap. They changed the buttons. Oh no, I. I oh, switched we, them. we we okay. I switched them. Yeah, and you okay. when you play this game, you switch the jump button to like what is it? It's like uh, the button is jump. Then we switch yeah, it to it's at this point, but you switch them. Yeah. Oh yeah, we switch it to the it bottom down. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. like the normal jump button basically, and it yeah. like feels so much better. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean there there's some interesting controller input choices, but um, I also sorry, uh, I just keep ahead. thinking of like I I Zelda doesn't need voice acting. I feel like it does in this one we're playing now. Um, I, it's just it's not like it's not like game breaking to me. It's just like I'm like playing through a Zelda game and then all of a sudden there's like voice acting and I'm like, why is this even here? Like they could have just done this with like sto- like it just seems unnecessary, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I think a lot of people have been asking for voice acting I think, for a long time. I think I, yes, I think that's the thing. I think everything uh, Dom's complaining about right now. He'll probably find way better than yeah. what we're playing right now. I mean, it, it it sometimes does sound a little off, but I actually like the voice actress that plays I Zelda. I do too. Uh, yeah, same. I think a lot of people dislike the actress that plays Zelda, but I actually really do. Like I like her. her. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it's I think there are a lot of people that are vocal about disliking Zelda's voice actress. Uh, but I haven't I, had I haven't like had her. a problem with the voices themselves. Like I don't mind the voice acting. I just yeah, like, yeah. it it feels completely unnecessary in a franchise that hasn't had voice acting in 40 years. I mean, listen, Todd's been saying like, forever that all these Nintendo games need to have voice acting. That's yeah, like one I of just, Todd's I biggest complaints about all of them. It, it, is. it definitely is. Um, uh, I, it works for me in this one, whatever the, the, the tears of the kingdom, every, like I wasn't really invested in the story of breath of the wild. I love the oh, exploration. I, I actually like, I just love the exploration and the mystery and just like, like we, I, I never used a fucking horse in 120 hours. Fucking a while. Like I didn't. I walked everywhere. I climbed and walked. That's all I did. Um, so like I, I dig the way that Tears starts off. I think the story is awesome. I thought the voice acting was great. I was like totally stuck. I was getting like emotional. I'm like, I'm, like I said, I'm not a fucking Zelda guy. That's Brendan's job. Like it's legit. Like like. Oh man, this is hitting me like really hard right now, and I'm loving it. You know, like the, the opening, like everything, the, the first like 20 minutes, basically. And it, like, yeah, that's what I've just, seen uh, is like the first 15, 20 minutes are great. But... Oh, dude, the whole game is great. But, I like, mean, first... like Tears of the Kingdom. This is I don't I would argue this is not a spoiler. Tears of the Kingdom starts off very story heavy, uh, which is what I wanted in the last game. And it's, in my opinion, very fucking good. Like very, really, really fucking good. Uh, which is also no, no, kind of crazy. Makes, to me. It makes sense that Breath of the Wild doesn't start story driven. No, it does. Yeah, how it starts makes sense that you wouldn't like, yes. have yeah. story like like Tears of the Kingdom hits the ground fucking a million miles an hour, and it's very fucking good. And I think well, they can do that because it's a sequel. It's a follow up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's why they can do that, uh, and I think it works. I yeah, I definitely. think there is a lot of similarities about how. Like, and this is kind of what I was alluding, alluding to before Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor, obviously, you know, direct sequels. There's clearly like 
Jedi Survivor is a continuation of this character in this these, this plot in this world and whatever. And you feel that in the cutscenes, you feel that in the gameplay, and I feel like you feel that off the bat in Tears of the Kingdom too. The gameplay carryover is not the same as Jedi Survivor, but I think there's some similarities to draw there where it's like you are kind of just evolving the tool set you had from the previous game um, and relearning it very quickly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could talk about Tears of the Kingdom forever. It's it's yeah, same. It's very, yeah. very, very good. Um, I think the system... I'm not going to lie to you. Well. I'm, just, I'm, I'm waiting for the fucking podcast to end so we can go play the game, but it's fine. <laughs> Keep on going. Do what you're um, going to do. Well, I feel like at this point, we talked about Paramore too much, so we're definitely going to cut the the <laughs> final topic, and we'll just push it to the next episode, which I apologize if you've been sitting here this whole time to hear us talk about Redfall and the state of Xbox. I'm really sorry. You'll have to wait until Sorry. Right. You've already probably been disappointed a little bit by Redfall. If you really, yeah, if you really want to hear my thoughts on Redfall and you can't wait, my full written review is up over on the website, as well as... Uh, the first hour with live impressions from me, Todd, and then friend of the program, Jesse Vitelli and Eric Van Allen uh, over there. So you can get some of that if you need it right now. And we'll talk about that stuff next time. Um, I think you will like Tears of the Kingdom more, Dumb. I think that this game... I, I don't dislike... No, I just think you're gonna I, really. I, I think you're gonna really like Tears. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's, it to me like it doesn't. I don't know. I it, Brendan's probably gonna hate that I say this, but Breath of the Wild doesn't feel like it. a Zelda game to me. I think that's why I, I like to it keep so much. replacing all yeah, my weapons. Like yeah, voice like, acting, I, like it just doesn't feel like a well, Zelda game so to me. It's weird that voice acting is the thing for you because like I, I did. I did so little of the story that, like, I don't even know that there was much voice acting in the first well, fucking game. How about that for a Zelda game? Yeah, no, that's what <laughs> I like. You really just that. said there's not a lot of story. No, I mean, well, that's, well, I mean, that's... I've that's seen no. story, and yeah. Brendan tells me that there's more, like, even no, outside of, I, like, the main... Yeah, yeah like, the, I, there's a lot of stuff going on in Breath of the Wild even, that you But can, even that, that is different than... Even that is different than yeah, but I mean, I also think that I guess Zelda always had had its NPCs that were telling story through. Yeah, and I also think that like as much as it isn't traditional Zelda, I think it has the spirit of traditional Zelda more than some of the other games do because it's simply just like harkens back to Zelda One and Link to the Past of being just like truly open world. Yeah, that's why I like the game. That's why I like the game. It's so essentially an yeah. open world. It's like a 3D version of the first game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I think it does draw on its roots strongly in a lot of ways. I mean, it obviously then does. You know, there, there's a reason why there's the phrase. You know, is this going to be the the Breath of the Wild of X? Because you know, it's like a reimagining of. You know, it, it's yeah. like it's grander than a reboot. It's like completely just this is the fucking pinnacle of this open world adventure style game for, for a lot of people. Um, like Brendan said, like dumb, like a huge complaint with story with me about the first game. And it's there for you. I just fucking didn't want to seek shit out. This game, like feeds you story within the first couple hours. And you're like, you get heavily invested right away. You're like, Oh, okay. The, the story Which is of like Tears something, of the something that I felt is, was missing in the first game is already so good. And so, yeah. so, yeah. I can't say anything. 
No, just yeah, just you. But what it's, speaks it's to gonna, how good gonna, yeah. what speaks to how good the gameplay is is that I so desperately want to know what the next story beat is after what just happened to me in the game. But I don't want to do it. But I I, don't I have yet to progress main missions because I'm just dive so so far deep into this game. And Todd gets what I'm saying when I say that. Like, yeah, like, the, I'm just like, yeah. The, yes. It's there's oh man, it's just it's so weird too for this game that is a single player game is somehow also one of like the most multiplayer games I've ever played where it's like it's multiplayer on a meta level of like me and Todd are talking about what's going on. We're very close to where we are each other, like story wise in the game, the main progression of the game, yet our experience and what we're doing, same thing as breath of the wild. Before we, before we went live today, I was talking to Dom and maybe Mike was there, but, uh, we're, we're oh, saying, Mike, he doesn't like, even know if you're there, Mike. He doesn't even fucking know if well, you're there. Well, I was just I was just saying though, like we 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 brought this up so many times, but me and Brendan were like, dude, we're playing fucking two different games, man. Like like you know, like I like so, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. But like so, I'm doing this, and you're like, What do you mean you're doing this? And it's like, you know, so like it has so it. much of that same DNA in Tears of the Kingdom. It's a little bit different, obviously, because there are things you can expect and things you can kind of like, you know. Don't let anyone fool you though that it's the same map because fucking those guys are fucking. Yeah, when you play it, you'll realize. You'll realize people are. Like, yeah, it's just. But like I've I've been in Discord calls the past two days a lot of the time when I've been playing and like, you know, Jesse, Alex, Eric, Ken, you know, all these people are playing the like, Ryan. They're all playing the game as well, and we're all like relatively same progression wise but we're all having such a vastly, vastly different experience. Like I have been on this one portion of the game that like I've just really dug into. Not everyone else is really even doing that part of the, the, the game right now. Like literally at one point today, it's so funny to brought this up. Todd. At one point today, Ken goes, I feel like I'm playing a completely different game than the rest of you. Like you're, you're all like saying this or doing this or like, this is happening or that's happening. And I'm like over here, like talking to this mailman and like pushing the side quest about like, yeah, it's just like, th there's so much to do and it could be, it's, it's, it's such a weird meta experience to, to, if you have people that are playing this game and you're playing it, like talk to them about your, your time with it. Uh, don't spoil it for anybody. Like we, we have like a hard, no story spoiler talk unless we're at the same thing. But like it's just it's such a ridiculous game. I love it so much. Um, but it, it is not Majora's Mask, as like Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild are not the same. Majora's Mask and Tears of the Kingdom are not the same. But because they share that similarity of same console generation, you know, same engine, all all this stuff like a lot of reused assets, you know, similar world characters, whatever. Obviously, telling different stories and doing in Ocarina and actually in in both scenarios, doing similar things but also very different things. I think Tears of the Kingdom on like a like a foundational level taps into that Majora's Mask mindset of. We're going to take this other game and we're going to keep a lot of it and change a lot of it and iterate on a bunch of it and 
obviously like timelines weird in that time of Zelda, so it's kind of you know, Ocarina of Time is Majora's Mask is one of the timeline splits, right? Ocarina of Time is when it splits three times. Timeline Ocarina of Time is a split, yeah. So, you know, it's it's a sequel in a sense, whereas Tears of the Kingdom is a hard sequel to. Uh, Breath of the Wild. I actually think that Tears of the Kingdom or Breath Majora's of the Wild is the convergence mask. of all the timelines. Majora's Mask. Wind Waker. Yeah, I think. I th- and Twilight Princess of the three, I think. That offset. That split off Ocarina? of. I could be wrong. Yeah, the the three timelines are like Link stays. Stays in the future as an adult. That would be ba- Twilight. G- Ganon is banished. Uh, then you have Child Link. Link. Child Link goes back. That's Majora's Mask. And then you have um, Heroes Defeated. Heroes Defeated, which I think is Wind Waker. Wind Waker, I believe, yeah. So Mike's fucking got all the timelines fucking down. I was watching a video the other day complaining about Did how. I right? Mike? Huh? Did I get the three games right? Oh, I don't remember what the follow-up games were. Um, yeah, the, I was watching a video the other day where they were complaining that... I actually um, think Zelda 2 is when Link is... Yeah, I couldn't... When, when, when uh, Link is defeated. I feel like Twilight Princess is farther I, down. Yeah, I feel like essentially what the video was complaining about was that it makes sense for you to have a timeline for young Link and adult Link because like time to travel shenanigans, but the nature of adding another timeline where Gan is where Ganon wins, it means that you should make timelines for like any weird permutation, like oh, if Link, you know, wore blue socks that day, because well, it, well, it, well, the I I think well, I think two ultimately, things. Ultimately, ultimately, he says like I think they made that timeline just because they had a bunch of games that didn't have a place to go compared to the other two timelines. So like, well, we got to make up a, a third timeline. Let's just put them under Ganon. Uh, like real, real, real spoiler, real, real spoiler is that I don't think there's actually, was actually a real timeline. No, they, no. they made that because people were the fuck out. Um, Wait, so now they are more conscious about it, but also Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild, which are direct sequel to each other, they're, they are the convergence of all of the timelines. So they're basically not retconning, but they're just like, we're going to move on from the timeline stuff, and this is the timeline now. We're going to converge them all into this game. A nice There's no, nice fucking, there's no fucking trains, though. No trains? trains. trains. Yeah, the fucking Phantom Tollbooth. You haven't played Tears of the fucking, Kingdom. Fucking yeah, Phantom Tollbooth yeah, oh, yeah, doesn't show up. Uh, wait, well, so when... They lose in Wind Waker because I never finished Wind Waker. No, no, no. no. The, the hero is defeated. Is so. Yeah. What does that mean? When, at the end of Ocarina of Time, Link in Ocarina of Time, you are time traveling. You are young Link and adult yeah. Link. Yeah, yeah. And when you, as an adult, defeat Link, you get sent back to being a child. And I don't know. One of the time, one of those branching timelines would be if. Link never went back to the past. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, there's like a timeline yeah, where yeah. there is not a hero in Ganon, whatever. I think that's how the split works. I don't know. It's yeah. all, you know, it's all silly. Cool, it's though. Fun I like to look it, at. It's fun to yeah, talk about, fun. but it's no, like, I, you know, it's just kind of like they're not like the unknown this is, is better than isn't, fucking it, a bad isn't story. Hyrule defeated when you go when you go to the future the first time, anyways? 
In Ocarina of Time? Uh, yes. But that's but the end of that game is when you banish Ganondorf. I know, but, but that exists as a timeline. That Link wasn't there, and Hyrule is already defeated. Yeah, I don't know. Time travel gets You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just... It's fucking it, it was a cool mechanic in that game. Back to the future time travel. Yeah, fucking... I, the, the time travel in that game. When I was a kid, and you pick up the fucking sword in the Temple of Time, and that should happen, that fucking blew me away. I was like, right. how how does this game exist? Um, Cass is my favorite character, by the way, so far. Cass, a great character. Um, I stumbled on him on top of one of the uh, towers, and he was playing. I forget Song of Storms, maybe. Uh, one of my favorite Zelda songs. Uh, I will say this: one of the things that people, a lot of people, hate on Breath of the Wild for is the music, and I like that's that's like a hard disagree for me. I think people are absolutely wrong when they say. Yeah, you know why? That it has some of the worst Zelda music because I think it has arguably some of the best Zelda music because it fits. It it just fits the game. It's like like, it wants you to hear like the sound of you stomping through grass, but then like it it lets the game breathe. It it really it it, like it really does feel like the music is like blowing in the wind. Like when you're fucking like it. Oh man, that that soundtrack is so good. It's like. Just like the little piano notes coming in, like it's just—it's so good. What a fucking game! What a fucking game! All right, let's uh, fuck everything else. Yeah. Let me uh, let me pull up pull up here. So, oh, so we... there's gonna be there's gonna be a new uh, TikTok emote apparently at the end of the month, but people don't know what it is yet. Okay. Ooh, that's a Fortnite tease for all you Fortnite sickos out there. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Tears of the Kingdom. I'm sure probably. A lot going every, forward every week just have updates, a basically yeah one. like we we'll definitely have some <laughs> spoiler free updates as we go on and when we eventually finish the game whenever that happens you know we'll maybe we'll do, we'll do a tears of the kingdom post-mortem at some point with some guests or something but uh we'll be talking about tears of the kingdom while we're crying over manchester by the sea be like oh but i got to this <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i got to the shrine <laughs> um yeah and then like i said we, we got a, we got a lot of coming up things for you with obviously PTC movie club, but we'll, we'll have a star Wars episode. We'll revisit this red fall conversation as well. Um, maybe next week or maybe midweek I'll do something. We'll see. But as we do with every episode, we end with a little thing we like to call not what's in the box or maybe what's in the box, but we end with the game and we keep track of those points for the year. The scoreboard as it stands for 2023 is Todd in first with 22, but Dom has been making his ground back each week. He's sitting at 21 in second place. Mike, not too far behind with 18 points. Uh, a couple of guest points on the board, but that's a separate leaderboard. No guests tonight means we don't have to worry about that. But before we What's play, Todd, Todd is at 22, you are at 21, oh, and Mike shit. is at 18. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that... Fucking... Oh, he's got. A, he's coming for it. I mean, I don't want to. I won't say it yet. I won't say it yet. I need a sweet Zelda games. Um, it's fucking. We'll uh, see. Uh, I, we haven't. We haven't gotten there yet. No, before, before we get there, uh, first of all, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode three sixty nine. Uh, if you want to help support the show, you can do that in a bunch of different ways. Of course, you can read everything we do and see everything we do at pastthecontroller.io or on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller. And of course, if you're watching live right now or listening later we are always live every time we record the show at twitch.tv 
slash pass controller. So if you want to watch us do the episode live, you can head over there. If you can't watch us live, but you still want to watch us, you can go find us on YouTube. The videos are always up. Uh, the podcast is always up there afterwards as well. So that being said, following us in all these places, subscribing to us in all these places, leaving us reviews, comments, all those things, very beneficial. We appreciate you if you can do that. The sharing on social media is obviously beneficial as well. Uh, if you have some bucks kicking around, you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash pastthecontroller, become a patron. You can go to pastthecontroller.threadless.com and get yourself some sick, sick swag. Or you can go to twitch.tv slash pastcontroller and become a subscriber over there. If you have Amazon Prime, you get a free Prime sub every month. And if you're not using it with us, you should use it with someone because it's just free money that Mr. Jeffrey Bezos is putting back in his pocket if you don't give it to somebody out there on the interwebs. So give it to us, give it to someone else you watch and enjoy, but give it to someone because that money just goes off into the ether uh, if you don't. Well, not in the ether, it just goes back into Jeff Bezos' pockets. And, you know, does he need it? I don't know, Mike, does he need it? Uh, yeah, yeah, he, you know, that divorce was hard. Yeah, what? Was divorce. what were you going to say, Don? No, I say he needs it. Yeah, he needs it. Where did I put the games? Um, okay. So Jeffrey Bezos. Hey, we're gonna that's play all, a game. Mike, that's all that was going on in my head the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. Liam God, has he me was do in a, uh, Parks and Rec. Liam has me do this thing, and we're in the car. And he oh yeah, he was. The, he wants to guess the songs, and I'll randomly put on songs from inside because I made him listen to that all the time while we're in the car. So like today I put on Jeffrey Bezos and it's been in my head all fucking day. I'm like, oh, I gotta listen to that soundtrack again. All right, first game. Uh, Minish Cap. Link, link, link to the past. Um, second, second game Phantom is. Oh, good, good, good. is the right game. Right, I like it. I like it. I yeah. almost had gold with again. Uh, the next one is fucking what's the uh, one? Minish Cap. Minish Cap. Oh, yep. I said Minish Cap. Oh, okay. Fucking uh, what's, what's spirit the 3DS track. one. What's the 3DS one? When you go into the walls and everything. Link between worlds. Like, Link between worlds. Yeah, that's that's the next one. Um, uh. Name uh, wrong. Link's Awakening. That's the next one. Um, Oracle of Seasons. Oh yes. Yep. That's Game Boy Color. Um. Uh. Uh, Lincoln Tingle go to White Castle. That's one. <laughs> Link's crossbow adventure. That is that is yeah. definitely a game. That's, that's, that's a real game. Not canon though. It takes place right. in the fourth timeline. Yeah, where Link has a crossbow range. <laughs> All right, you ready? We're gonna play a game we like to call Answer Unlocked. And Answer Unlocked, I will read the description. And sometimes oh, the title, game, and sometimes the title <laughs> of the achievements slash trophies from this game. Whoever gets first gets the point. As we said from the top, the leaderboard is Todd at twenty-two, Dom at twenty-one, Mike at eighteen. Game number one. Here we go. Welcome to blank blank. Complete the tutorials. Rise to fame. Complete twenty-five percent of the gigs in career. Rock Band 4. Incorrect. Nations that was very star confident. Complete 50% <laughs> of the gigs in career. World known. Complete 75% of the gigs in career. 
Can you say the the one before nations, whatever? The, Rise the to fame. Roughly twenty five percent of the gigs in career. Okay. Glimmer. Earn one hundred and eleven stars in career. Rock band three. Incorrect. Sparkle Rock band two. two. Incorrect. Sparkle. Rock earn Rock band world incorrect. Tour. Incorrect. <laughs> okay. Sparkle earn three hundred and thirty three stars in career. Shine earn five hundred and fifty five stars in career. Yeah, I think we're off track. Platinum blonde earn platinum level on a career challenge. Iced out earn diamond level on a career challenge. Road most traveled unlock every venue. The long road ahead complete career oh, on rock any... and green day. Incorrect. The long <laughs> road ahead complete career on any difficulty. Rock and Beatles. Any rock and Beatles. Instrument. Incorrect. <laughs> MC. Host an online career game and play a song. Face to face. Rock and Aerosmith. Incorrect. Rock and fucking whatever else. <laughs> Incorrect. Face to face. Complete 25 online pro face-off matches. Win or lose. Till death do us part. Play an online do or die game. Nice to meet you. Complete Guitar the Hero gigs. 3. Incorrect. Complete the gigs and unlock all the celebrity characters. Guitar Hero 2. Incorrect. A new challenge awaits. Complete 50 of the career challenges at Platinum or Diamond. Testing the waters. Play every blank blank song once. 15 minutes of fame. Complete a song as an avatar rocker. I feel like I know the name of this game, but I don't feel like, I, and I own it, but like I barely played it. In the moment, successfully complete a blank moment. Starlight, star bright. Score over 10,000 points while in a single blank blank deployment. He's throwing us off right now. That's what he's doing. I have, he's blanking I have out random. omitted he's so many out, things. He's blanking out words that don't need to be blanked out. Uh, <laughs> a cool mill. Score over 1 million points as a band in any single in career or quick play. Oh, as a Mike, band you're the drummer. You should know this. Well, well I was stuck. So, uh, sidebar, you just said band. So, in my head, I was trying to remember the name of that. What was the name of that Guitar Hero game? The most recent one the one that you could play world tour was it called world tour like the one that just came the with like a was, standalone it was a solo yeah i'm yeah, pretty sure okay. todd already said world tour anyways okay i was trying no, to get that one is it fuser incorrect fevered pitch 100 percent a song as a vocalist jack oh. of all trades complete at least one challenge for every instrument at gold level or better is this a this is going to be a weird question is this a base game or is this dlc this is a standalone game. Oh, is there... it Rocksmith? Incorrect. There's no I in blank blank. Complete a song with four players without any members failing on expert in career or quick play. Four of a kind. Complete a song. Lego as... rock bands. Incorrect. Complete a song as four of the same I was instrument. I remember if there were other off offshoots. As yeah. four of the same instrument on any difficult in quick, for play, quick play or instrument. career. Star powered. Earn an 11%. I'm sorry, 11 times multiplayer. Oh, Star Wars Rock Band or Star Wars. Incorrect. Out here. All right, good. Picture perfect. Streak through an entire song without missing a note on medium or harder difficulty. 
treasure hunt. Collect all of the secret notes. That achievement is worth 490 points. Jesus. Uh, secret notes? This is also trophies. It's not, it's not an Xbox exclusive. Uh, sorry. My first gig. Complete a career gig on any difficulty. Secret notes one. Uh, these are not going to be helpful. I'm going to skip all the secret notes ones. Um, I don't know how this game works, but it's not Brutal Legend, right? Incorrect. Studio time. Create a GH Studio song. Okay. It's Guitar Hero 4. Incorrect. Guitar Hero 3. Can we just, can we just get rid of this one? Guitar Hero yeah, we are. We this, are was, this, was, this was the easiest one, it's I thought. Hero. Incorrect. Uh, Guitar Hero World's Guitar. Tour. Incorrect. Guitar Hero Live. Guitar Hero Live. Guitar that Hero was, was not in the title of this game. You just said GH something. Can you read the last one that you just gave to us? Yeah. Did say GH, so that made me think Guitar Hero, but go on. Create a GH studio song, and I will reiterate this is not a game that is like Guitar Hero branded. Like, this isn't Guitar Hero colon something. This is, it's not. You can, we can stop guessing Guitar Hero. Right, and I'll just say Hero you can 3. stop guessing Rock Band too. It is not one of those games. Hmm. But it is a video game, correct? It is indeed a video game. Is it okay. Wii Music? Incorrect. Oh, that would have been a sick poll. Is it Switch Music? <laughs> uh, are we stumped <laughs> on oh, this? Wii U, it's Wii U Music. Are we really stumped no. on this? Is this a stumper? I really feel like we spent way too much time on this one, to be honest with you. Like, one more like, guess around the horn. We're on the 40-minute mark. Um, let's see. Instruments, stars, gigs. You're thinking all blank. Uh, blank is a spinoff a video game, game as part of another series of music rhythm games published mm-hmm. November third, two thousand nine, for the PS2, PS3, Xbox three hundred and sixty, Wii, and Nintendo DS consoles. Oh, DJ Hero. Incorrect. Oh, that's actually well, not a bad guess. So all things to stop. I'm have ideas. Yeah, that was actually a good guess because I forgot about that game. I feel like I always wanted to play that game too, and I never did. Vernon had it. Oh, really? Was it good? It was fun. I liked it. They made a sequel. Oh, uh, DJ Hero Part Two. Damn. <laughs> Got him. All right, one yeah, more wrap, guess around the horn. No, one more guess up. around the horn. I mean, I got nothing. It's so a spin. Anything. It's a spinoff of Guitar Hero. I'll give you that. Oh, okay. Um. Um. Shit. Uh, what did they have? They had guitar. I don't know. You've named DJ. pretty much every game they have. Oh, it was Pop Hero. Except for this. Pop Hero. Yeah, I'm. I'm blanking on whatever the last, whatever this other thing is. Yep. Um. Here, I'll. Uh, I'll give you one more little nudge. No I'm gonna list all of the games in the Guitar Hero series except for this one. Okay. Okay. This will be good. 
Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero 2, Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock, Guitar Hero World Tour, Guitar Hero 5, Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock, Guitar Hero Live. Jesus, they have a lot of games. Guitar yeah. Hero Aerosmith, Guitar Hero Metallica, Guitar Hero Van Allen, Gu- mm-hmm. Guitar Hero... Van Halen, you asshole. Van Halen. Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> White people music, Rock that's why. Tour. Exactly. Rock the 80s, Guitar Hero Smash Hits, this game, DJ Hero, DJ Hero 2, Guitar Hero on Tour, Guitar Hero on Tour Decades, Guitar Hero on Tour Modern Hits, Guitar Hero 3 Mobile, Guitar Hero 3 Backstage Pass, Guitar Hero World Tour Mobile, Guitar Hero 5 Mobile, Guitar Hero All right, just stop. Caribou, stop. Okay. Guitar Hero okay. Arcade, and Guitar Hero iOS. All right. right. Here you say Guitar Hero ACDC. Ooh. I will again say that this is not a game oh, yeah, that is branded as Guitar Hero. You said it was the game you was yeah, I know. I, I also don't remember him saying Guitar Hero Green Day either, but maybe yeah. I wasn't paying attention. No, someone did uh, say that. I'm just okay. reading what is listed here on their Wikipedia page. Okay, okay, okay. So I, it is a spinoff of Guitar Hero. Races, those must have been considered DLC. I, I, I don't know. Okay, yeah, it's a oh, spinoff possibly. of Guitar Hero. It's not one of the base Guitar Hero games. It's not DJ Hero. What else do they make? Oh, oh Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Hero. It is indeed Band Hero. I thought Don- this was an easy get. Don gets Don- Don- I honestly yeah. don't remember Band Hero. It, literally, you had to list everything, and I was like, all right, it's got to have something with Hero at the end. <laughs> what else What else had Hero at the end? Never even heard of Band Hero. It was, it was their rock the band. Time rock band came it out. It was yeah. their rock band. Yeah. I thought Guitar Hero World Tour was their rock band. No, Band they Hero was band their Hero rock band. first, and then they did World Tour after. Because I, okay. I think the idea was that they thought that it didn't do well because it didn't have Guitar Hero as the yes as a name yeah. as the pull. Whew, that was that was a rough one. All right, game number two. Hopefully, this goes quicker. Legend Zelda, Legend Zelda one. Got a car and a date. Complete. Welcome to the age of blank. Leisure suit, Larry. <laughs> Incorrect. Start a revolution. Complete. Exploited in the bowels of hell. Fakeism. It is indeed Brutal Legend. And Dom, for the first time this year, takes the leaderboard. <laughs> but is Dom going to get the sweep? That's the real question. Is he going to go triple back sweeps? Are we on triple crown right now? This is the triple crown episode. We, we will see. Game number three. I almost fucking said the name of the game. <laughs> <laughs> game number three. Get them out of our schools. Eliminate 10 scientists. Incorrect. Eliminate 10 blank and stop them from spreading their filthy lies. Psychonauts 2? Incorrect. You need the full title of this game. And if you give me the incorrect title, partially, you are going to be potentially excluded from the right answer. Well, uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll We'll play it by ear. Uh, master of controls. Master the mastery of controlling your controls. You're the best around. Okay. Complete the single player game. Nothing's gonna that, ever keep you that, down. That even sounds familiar. A little help from your friends. Complete Ooh, the multiplayer game. Omaha steaks. Delicious. Create 5,000 fillets. Not a portal reference. Collect all 47 cakes in single player mode. 
This does sound uh, familiar. Uh, I've definitely played this game because Sugar High. Collect all 47 cakes in multiplayer mode. Get over yourselves. Select credits from the help and options menu and watch the whole thing. I'm going to go uh, Hail Mary, Explosion Man. Mike said, fuck your triple crown. Mike gets the point and draws that third place closer. Brendan hasn't mentioned a game I've known in like three weeks because he's like, I don't want to try to get any more games. You don't know Brutal Legend or Band you Hero or Explosion Man? It. Yes, no, none of those games. You yeah, know Explosion Man. That was like that was like top of the charts Xbox Live Arcade before like eShops were a thing. Yeah, I never played it. That was like one of the biggest indie games on that era. Mike played it. <laughs> the other one too. Uh, You've never heard of Brutal Legend? I've heard of Brutal Legend, but like I've never fucking. I mean, if we got further into those achievements, you probably would have got it. I think Dom, you know, just made a very good guess. Uh, I don't think I would... Which one? I don't know. Brutal Todd's Legend. complaining because he's not in first oh, anymore. I've, All of a sudden, I've been waiting for Brutal Legend for a while. I think I've yeah, brought I... it up. Every yeah, week. Right. <laughs> I thought about Brutal Legend when he said hell. He's definitely going to bring it up. Yeah, as soon as he said and hell, I was like, it's Brutal Legend. Well, I when, like sort of spaced out. When Dom guessed Brutal Legend during Band Hero, I was like, fuck, I might have to change the games. And I did change the third game because the third game was going to be Hi-Fi Rush. I was going to do three musical games. And I changed it because I was like, now I feel like the, the pressure's on. We're going to go. I, I honestly was going to guess hi-fi rush for the first game but you had mentioned so many things that were like rock band slash guitar specific i'm like it doesn't make yeah. any sense so that ends the week with dom taking the crown at 23 todd at 22 and mike at 19 we got a tight fucking race coming up coming up right in like four weeks i mean i don't get get better it's a skill-based game i mean what do you want from me I, You'll I get them at the movie with the movie game. Yeah, You'll I can't cherry pick them for you. I cherry pick them for you. Uh, we're coming up on the middle of the year too. We're almost at that middle way point. So this is a very tight, tight match. I'm excited. This is gonna be a good year for this. Mike's eating a fucking Wendy's sandwich right now. Uh, we're not <laughs> sponsored by Wendy's, um, but if Wendy's wants to kick Wendy's us some, way off. Wendy wants yeah. to reach out. Yeah, you know, you know, Mike. Mike will eat these sandwiches every week. Just saying. Just saying. Wendy's, I'm loving uh, your way. What? What's their thing? I don't know. I was gonna hit the. I was gonna, I was gonna hit the bell fucking thing in Discord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, banana! <laughs> That's a very inside joke that no one will understand. I apologize. Uh, anyways, uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode, episode three sixty nine. I think is what I said. Uh, be good. Enjoy yourselves. Follow us on all the social medias, and uh, we'll see you next time.